Today is December the 29th. Today, we see the four signs. You will have noticed in the book of Revelation that uh, we follow groupings of sevens. There are seven uh, letters. There are seven seals, seven trumpets. In chapter 15, we'll see seven bowls. The number seven occurs many other times in the book of Revelation. But here in the middle, from Revelation 13 to 15, we stop and we see four signs. Now, the first sign actually begins in chapter 12. We see the dragon and the woman. Uh, the dragon is there to fight against the church. In chapter 13, we see two beasts, one from land, one from the sea. And they also fight against God's people. Chapter 13, verse 7, the beast was allowed to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. In chapter 14, we see the lamb, the lamb who had opened the scroll, the lamb who had already been slaughtered, the lamb who, when he mounts his horse, is already bloodstained with his own blood. The lamb surrounds himself with his army, 144,000 who go out to wage war against the beasts and the dragon. We come to chapter 15, and when we end, end chapter 15, we're introduced to seven bowls of God's wrath. Today, we'll read Revelation 13 to 15. Revelation 13 through 15, New Living Translation. Revelation 13. Then I saw a beast rising up out of the sea. It had seven heads and ten horns, with ten crowns on its horns. And written on each head were the names that blasphemed God. This beast looked like a leopard, but it had the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave the beast his own power and throne and great authority. I saw that one of the heads of the beast seemed wounded beyond recovery, but the fatal wound was healed. The whole world marveled at this miracle and gave allegiance to the beast. They worshipped the dragon for giving the beast such power, and they also worshipped the beast. Who is as great as the beast, they exclaimed. Who is able to fight against him? Then the beast was allowed to speak great blasphemies against God, and he was given authority to do whatever he wanted for forty-two months. And he spoke terrible words of blasphemy against God, slandering his name and his dwelling, that is, those who dwell in heaven. And the beast was allowed to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And he was given authority to rule over every tribe and people and language and nation. And all the people who belonged to this world worshipped the beast. They are the ones whose names were not written in the book of life that belongs to the lamb who was slaughtered before the world was made. 
Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Anyone who is destined for prison will be taken to prison. Anyone destined to die by the sword will die by the sword. This means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently and remain faithful. Then I saw another beast come up out of the earth. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke with the voice of a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast, and he required all the earth and its people to worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. He did astonishing miracles, even making fire flash down to heaven from the sky while everyone was watching, and with all the miracles he was allowed to perform on behalf of the first beast. He deceived all the people who belonged to this world. He ordered the people to make a great statue for the first beast, who was fatally wounded and then came back to life. He was then permitted to give life to this statue so that it could speak. Then the statue of the beast commanded that everyone refusing to worship it must die. He required everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on the right hand or on the forehead, and no one could buy or sell anything without that mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Wisdom is needed here. Let the one with understanding solve the meaning of the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Revelation 14 Then I saw the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him were the 144,000, who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of mighty ocean waves, or the rolling of loud thunder. It was like the sound of many harpists playing together. This great choir sung a wonderful new song in front of the throne of God, and before the four living beings and their twenty-four elders. No one could learn this song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. They have kept themselves as pure as virgins, following the Lamb wherever He goes. They have been purchased from among the people on the earth as a special offering to God and to the Lamb. They have told no lies, they are without blame. And I saw another angel flying through the sky, carrying eternal good news to proclaim to the people who belong to this world. To every nation, tribe, language, and people, fear God, he shouted. Give glory to him, for the time has come when he will sit as a judge. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all the springs of water. Then another angel followed him through the sky, shouting, Babylon is fallen, the great city is fallen, because he made all the nations of the world drink the wine of her passionate immorality. Then a third angel followed them, shouting, Anyone who worships the beast and his statute, or who accepts his mark on the forehead or on the hand, must drink the wine of God's anger. It has been poured full strength into God's cup of wrath and they will be tormented with fire and burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angel and his lamb. The smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever, and they will have no relief day or night, for they have worshipped the beast and his statue, and have accepted the mark of his name. This means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently, obeying his command and maintaining their faith in Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write this down. Blessed are those who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit. They are blessed indeed, for they will rest from their hard work, for their good deeds follow them. 
Then I saw a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was someone like the Son of Man. He had a gold crown on his head, and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then another angel came from the temple and shouted to the one sitting on the cloud, Swing the sickle, for the time of harvest has come, the crop on earth is ripe. So the one sitting on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the whole earth was harvested. After that another angel came from the temple in heaven, and he also had a sharp sickle. Then another angel, who had the power to destroy with fire, came from the altar. He shouted to the angel with the sharp sickle, Swing your sickle now and gather the clusters from the grapes, from the vines of the earth, for they are ripe for judgment. So the angel swung his sickle over the earth and loaded the grapes into the great winepress of God's wrath. The grapes were trampled in the winepress outside the city, and blood flowed from the winepress in a stream about a 180 miles long and as high as a horse's bridle. Revelation 15 Then I saw in heaven another marvelous event of great significance. Seven angels were holding the seven last plagues, which would bring God's wrath to completion. I saw before me what seemed to be a glass sea mixed with fire, and on it stood all the people who had been victorious over the beast, and his statue and the number representing his name. They were all holding harps that God had given them. And they were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your works, O Lord God, the Almighty. Just and true are your ways. O King of nations, who will not fear you, Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous deeds have been revealed. Then I looked and saw that the temple in heaven, God's tabernacle, was thrown wide open. The seven angels who were holding the seven plagues came out of the temple. They were clothed in spotless white linen with gold sashes across their chest. Then one of the four living beings handed each of the seven angels a gold bowl filled with the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. The temple was filled with smoke from God's glory and power. No one could enter the temple until the seven angels had completed pouring out the seven plagues. Scripture reading by Amelia Rera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see the seven Bulls.